Ladies and gentlemen. We're back down here in Porchville. How you doing? Cheers to you, buddy. It's America. (laughs) Oh, is for orgasm. Are you in now? Beautiful. Very pretty. Because I was on drugs. It sounds so dirty. PorchvillePod.com. Hell yeah! We are back down here in Porchville. What's up? How you doing? Welcome back. We're here. We're live. We are recording. What's up, Porchville? It's been a little bit since we've been here. Um, a few months, actually, since we've put out an episode. Damn. Isn't that right, Carl? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess so. The last one didn't count, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. Carl's back. Welcome to uh, welcome to Portugal. I don't even know what fucking episode we're on anymore. No. Also. Doesn't matter. Joseph is back. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm good. It's it, been a while since you've done one of these. It's, it's It really has, but uh, the weather is so nice. The weather is too nice yeah. to uh, not be sitting out here in Porchville. Um, make sure you uh, send us an email, porchmail at porchvillepod.com. Follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, any of those places. But uh, let's, let's talk about the weather, the Florida weather. We got pretty lucky here. We are... It's right now. It's Friday the thirtieth. A um, couple days ago, here we were under threat of Hurricane Ian. All right, so here we go. Isn't Ian one of the wimpiest names? This that, fucking that, yeah. guy. This fucking <laughs> one of the guy. wimpiest yeah. names. Yeah. Right. It's not like Hurricane Brutus or, or Hurricane uh, uh, Hercules. I'm, I'm thinking of like Sir Ian McKellar. So hey. when you think of the name Ian, hey. like like what what comes in, that guy? That, that that's <laughs> well, just no. Actually, it was a guy that used to work with me at Home Depot. He yeah, it's like scatterbrain kind of yeah. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. Ian! You what, nerd! What, what don't you... you fucking nerd! Before I make you eat this eraser. Take a why, walk. Why, why aren't you asking me what I picture when I hear the name Ian? <laughs> Is that your middle name? It's no. my first it's name. His first name. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of wow. fact, <laughs> it is. It is, and I've and I've only heard the uh, "Come and get your storm" uh, twice throughout this uh, hurricane experience. So that's because I didn't know. Well, <laughs> that's by design. <laughs> Cat's you, out of the bag now. You then, did well so. to go with Nick. It's all good. <laughs> I only learned I was named after Ian Anderson. Uh, oh like, wow! I only learned that like a couple of years ago, so that's kind of cool, really. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> but uh, so that's where it comes from. So, um, what we thought was going to be a pretty crazy storm come through uh, ended up going turning right much earlier than we thought. Kind of leveled out Fort Myers, uh, especially the beach. Sanibel Causeway, Sanibel Island, yep. probably Captiva, all that shit down there. It's it's bad. It's I mean it's gone. It's gonna take some. It's gonna take some years to rebuild that shit because uh, there's nothing left. And you gotta really wonder, uh, are, are they gonna rebuild it? Because Charlie yeah. went through there. Uh, what fifteen years? That's, that's a little more than fifteen years ago. It was like eighteen. Kicked it around pretty hard yeah. and. I don't know. At some point, you just got to be like, okay, maybe not here. Maybe yeah. this isn't isn't the spot. And insurance companies are already so sus on 
to use a kid term, sus on giving uh, <laughs> <laughs> on giving uh, insurance here in the state of Florida. You think no cap. Give something in uh, in some of those areas. I don't know, man. It's it's tough. I feel so bad. All the images we see, Nick. I, you're from Fort Myers. You're talking about. Uh, <clears throat> although uh, it's just it, it's almost undescribable. I feel yeah. I feel for all those people. But yeah, we got lucky here in Gainesville. Like, I hung out and ate a bunch of food and drank, and uh, that's yeah, about it. That was pretty much it. So, I don't know, man. I mean, thoughts go out to all those down south, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, jeez, I, uh, I I don't know what to say about it. And the Carolinas are about to get. Yeah. Oh yeah, Charleston area. Charleston floods anyway. Well, that place but, or, or that that storm has already been downgraded at this point to like a tropical cyclone system or some shit like that. So I mean, it's it's not a cat still going to be well, spitting out a I, lot. I think of, there's lot like of two more rain, coming off Africa right now too. Are there? Yep. Fantastic. Two more systems. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's always good to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And we almost got through this whole season with really nothing. Almost. Almost. But then Ian showed up. Ian. Yeah. What a Fuck. badass name. What a great fucking name what for a, little, a raging what hurricane. A bitch. <laughs> what what a what a way to show motherfuckers who's boss. That's right. Hurricane Ian. Yeah. I'm with you. That's that's why when I think I of Ian, I think of big hurricanes and Vikings. <laughs> I stand behind that well, naming. Well, that pencil neck dorks. <laughs> well, how do you spell what ends Floridian? I A N. Or was I supposed to say Ian? Well, Probably saying, more he was a Floridian. Way. He came through and wrecked the house. <laughs> Florida man style. Florida man. Uh, so get well soon, Fort Myers. I don't know what else to tell you. I, I hope that uh <sighs> Yeah, it's kinda heavy. Yeah. Look at, look at the well, images. Well, they're having, like, cut it. Uh, they were having flooding on the East Coast. And, That's what I was about uh, to say. St. St. Augustine's, Augustine's flooded no. all the way up to St. George. Yeah. Uh, I've seen those images. You all been in St. Augustine, mm-hmm. and it's take a boat. Yep. It's, it's like, like the, all the way up to Harry's. The fort like, yeah. has uh, water in the moat. Mm-hmm. That's something you don't usually see. Yeah, and I, I was telling you this earlier. You know, I, I left Fort Myers a long time ago, but I, I spent a good amount of my childhood there, and... Uh, looking at those images, man, they definitely it, it hit a chord that I didn't know. I didn't even know it was there mm-hmm. <laughs> until yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, that's yeah. pulling at the heartstrings, man." So it was uh, it was crazy. So much love to everybody down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're back. It's been a while. It's been a few months. We're getting into the uh, the nicer, cooler weather out here. So we decided, why not get together and talk about. Some of our favorite movies of the uh, of the holiday season yeah. that is October approaching 1st. us as October. By the time this gets out, it'll be October. So um, October twentieth. So, <laughs> <laughs> some of our favorite movies of the season. Um, our top ten favorite horror movies. Now we've all brought a list uh, that we've that we've written down independently. Um, we try to do a, a little. Uh, bit of this on a episode that we recently recorded that did not make it, um, and we based on the list that we were given going through this bullshit internet lists where it was all crap. Uh-huh. No, we didn't find anything good. No, so we decided let's just make our own shit 
and and obviously I'm sure that we're going to have some disagreements. We are, but I'm curious these, to but, know. Uh, uh, like I would, I'm going to be very curious if uh, any particular movie hits the trifecta, mm. ends up on all I'm three sure, of our I think they will. I, I, I think there so. will be one. I think right. so. One or right, two. Cool. I can think of a couple. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I, I tried to go a little outside of the box. Yeah, uh, I, I knew well, you're, that you're pretty well versed in the in yeah, the genre, and I, I'm more of a I don't like the modern, like like say for instance this new movie that's coming out called Smile. Haven't or, heard about or, it. Well, like they've been like in baseball games and football games, just in the background by the camera, just smiling. They're paying people to sit there and I saw one of those. So it's a it's a, it's a uh, uh, Advertisement, whatever for for this movie coming huh. out. Gotcha. So I, wonder... I haven't even looked into it. Uh, I'm intrigued, but you know, it's it's gonna the movies that they make nowadays. It you know they're they're showing the people that are. I'm sorry to say this, but they're they're not hard like they used to be. Yeah. You know, it's like when I go see a horror movie. You know, it it's more for entertainment. Right. It's more for I I really don't get scared anymore. I can feel uneasy. Yeah. I can feel scared. I can see a movie because it's fun. Um, but I, the movies they make these days just don't do it for me. Right. But I'm not saying I won't watch them. But until I really get into seeing the movie, that's when I make my own judgment because everything's hype. I'm with you. So... So I'm that went a long way around to that one. Well, I'm see, I'm kind of the opposite. I think this is a good mix because, Carl, you are pretty well versed. Nick, I know you are as well. I am not. I don't watch movies or really a whole lot of television at all. Now, of course, I've seen some movies and I was able to easily come up with ten horror movies, but I. Uh, it's kind of cool because what you're talking about, as far as not being impressed with modern movies whenever i do go see a movie like i saw the new top gun movie that was the first movie i've seen in a theater since like the last ghostbusters i like i'm very easily impressed you don't have to yeah. do a lot to maybe right. be like that was pretty cool <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah um so it'll be nice to get your perspective which is good and mine, which is dumb, so that <laughs> you, the listeners will have a lot. To I think I think we're going to have a very broad, broad spectrum. Yeah, I, I say we just dig in. Let's yeah. go. What do we? Who wants to? Who wants to get started with their number well, ten? Oh, well, I didn't put mine in any particular order. Okay, I'm bad. Okay, because I was going to go based on, like, expand from your list. I hear you. Like so. I kind of semi went in order, but I didn't put a whole lot of thoughts. But I, but somebody's got to go first, I guess. It'll be me. It was your number ten. So number ten, I actually grouped three movies together. Okay. Because they're all they're all I couldn't split them. I got Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness. All right, that's on my list. All right, that is on my list all as right. well. So, so I only right Evil Evil gate. Dead one is on my list, but that includes if yeah, you like the first one, you, yeah. you know you like the second one, the third one. So, so yeah. on my list is only Evil Dead 2. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Evil Dead Here we go was again. remade <laughs> into Evil Dead 2. Like they, it was it was basically the same movie, bigger budget. That's cuz they, they couldn't effects. get the rights to the first one. Was it? Yeah. Well, they basically just fucking remade it. Mm -hmm. Which was fine. Yep. Cuz it's a great movie. Yep. And it's a great premise and that's why I put it on my own fucking list. Uh 
But I think number three, I think Army of Darkness is like that, that's more of like fun. That's more. Yeah. Like, that's more yep. comedy. I'll swallow your soul. Well, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. If 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 you go by, okay. So I was just but a wee lad when Evil Dead One came out, right. and as I told you this before, when we would go to the um, to the movie theater. Um, Back in the day, they would instead of having trailers right before the show, they would have these like slides of movie posters or what have you. Yeah. And the Evil Dead one came up, and and it was, it was, uh, it was freaky to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think, ten years old. Yeah. This was like eighty, eighty one. So ten or eleven years old, maybe even younger. Um. So, Evil Dead. At, at its very cusp at the beginning, scared the shit out of me um, as a child. Yeah. But now, as an adult, I the appreciation of all those movies. The the first one I can watch and it's entertaining and fun for yeah. me. Huh. Um, and <clears throat> and it's one of those ones where I learned a lot of my um, my uh, uh, practical effect techniques right. by studying it and watching what they've done and how they did it. And so I, I that's why I appreciate that that list actually would be probably more towards uh number three on my list. The okay. original Evil Dead. Right on. So yeah. Damn, you are a fine Carl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'll give you my uh, I'll give you my number ten on my on my list. And I mean we're not we, we really don't I mean, it is kind of an informal uh uh order, you're right, but uh I, I too grouped a couple together because I, I, I couldn't make a list and not yeah. put these both on here. It's like if this was a Christmas, you, you got to put Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 yeah. together. But they, they follow a very similar overall premise, which is the slasher films. Uh, two of my favorites, but I, I did because I have a couple of the others a little higher up there. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and... Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I put together. There, I'm offended that you put. Those I know two you together. are. Yeah, and yeah. what's funny? What is going on? What's funny is you're a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan, Carl, and you're a huge Texas Chainsaw Absolutely. Massacre fan. Absolutely. So I I know now the error of my dude, ways dude, by presenting this both to you in this manner. You have fucked up so hard. <laughs> the OG Ian. Texas yes. Chainsaw. The beginning. Of, that's uh, that's the, the that's the, the one I like. Yes. Yes. Dude, that's yeah. that's memorable. The, yes. the the spiders, the the guy in a wheelchair, dude. That 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 movie gives me goosebumps. It's, it's yes, yes. A exciting. And movie. I and I should say I should say that I put Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the list, and then I went back and I added mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth. Nick, but I just put it I put it on there because I felt like they they follow that same you know the just the 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 main villain who's gonna this is a this is the guy throughout the storyline, you know, no matter what happens, Leatherface or Jason, you know, that's that's going to be your fucking guy. Who's well, Friday 13th, it wasn't Jason first one. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry. True. So w- one of the so. things I really, really like about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and well, I'm not going to about the original. Yeah. Uh, I love the grainy film quality yes. of it. It yes. just really makes mm-hmm. it. It gets you into that zone. I like the premise of these kids are going out. They're trying to find this house that the one kid inherited. They stop by the creepy gas station. They pick up the hitchhiker. 
And they start going back to the slaughterhouse and they show the dead cows and mm-hmm. he's cutting himself, lighting himself. That happens all before you meet Leatherface, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, it it is a uh, it's awesome. And uh, my neighbors recently got chickens. All right, and uh, I swear to God, I'll sit on my back porch in my little rocking chair and I'll hear cluck cluck cluck, and all I can think is that girl up in that yeah. that with the bones and all the dead artwork yeah, and all yeah. that stuff all the time. <laughs> I was I was lucky enough because, like I said. Uh, I was. I'm old, so you're not that old, man. I was. You're not that old. I was able to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre as a child. Nice. At the that explains a lot, man. (laughs) Uh, Dude, we used to go. My parents would take us to these all night movie marathons, like at drive-ins, like you know, toolbox murders, all these B. That's yeah. why I think I have an appreciation for so many B, oh, B, absolutely. B-roll absolutely. You know, movies. Yeah. Uh, it's because that's what I grew up with, yeah. watching on TV and it, the experiences I had with my family and right. stuff like that. But, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, the graininess of it, the, the, the leather face grabbing somebody and hitting them in the head with a hammer, yeah. grabbing them and slamming the door, oh, that metal door. Yeah. Dude, I, I created that for a, uh, a haunted house. That. Um, oh, wow. And just that, and I wanted it perfect. Yeah, it had to be a flimsy door that when you shut it and slammed it, it. And yeah. and, well, and what about this fucking? Uh, they they bring the girl up into the attic and they let the dead grandpa hit her on the head with. The, it's your turn, mm. grandpa. Like yeah. that is just wild, and I love it. The yeah, grandpa, you think is front. dead half the time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and now, so is he dead? Because I've seen signs of life from him, I, but I, he's, he's he's barely he's, making it. Yeah. He's like decaying and yeah. stuff. He's the original, the OG of that. What was the family's name? I don't know. I can't remember, but he was. That was his house. It was a, a like a pre-Civil War kind of plantation home. And that scene so, with yeah. Leatherface outside swinging the oh, chainsaw. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's art. It's one of the most yeah. iconic. And the girl in the back of the truck screaming. Yeah, that's Sally. Yeah. And Sally is hot as hell. She was the first final girl. M- man, she has, like, she is. I'm married, so I'm gonna tone it down. <laughs> that is a Hall of Fame talent right there. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, Pretend that that is not a fact because it certainly is. What, what do you got on the list there, Carl? All right, what so, do you got? So, I'm just gonna randomly. So, so, like I said, this these are movies that maybe none of y'all have heard of. Okay. Um, but they they they're either fun, scary, uneasy, whatever. I've kind of put in a, sure. just to t- have a conversation about. It. Not necessarily <sighs> my top ones, but these are ones that I would like. Hey, you want to watch a horror movie? I have it. I'm going to watch it. Right. Okay. So one of them that you probably never heard of is called, um, what is it? Uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Mm, never heard. So I'm intrigued. Okay. So what it is, it's it's this group of kids who are doing a, uh, a thesis on serial killers. So they meet one. And he describes how he does everything. And how he sets up his kills, and how he'll like scope out a, scope out a person, and then set up the way he's going to kill him. So you know he puts on the mask, and it's very interesting. It's really, and he ends up, of course, killing the students. So I have to ask this: How did they like? What did they do? Put an ad on Craigslist. Hey, I think they put an ad out. It's been years since I've seen it. Why don't um, cops do that? Yeah. Hey, any serial killers, get a hold of yeah, us. Let's he, have a conversation. They put an ad on something, and they 
they contacted he contacted them and invited them into his world and yeah so yeah huh. so right. that's one it's had some really it's a smart movie it's yeah. really smart on how you know he goes around killing people the killing scenes are good the gore's good the acting's good so it's it's a recommendation okay. all right cool behind the mask the behind the mask the legend of, legend of uh, the rise of leslie vernon vernon yep all right nice. so are, are we we could kind of do like a loop sure all right why not <clears throat> keep it, so keep this, it rolling what do you this, got next yep this next one i don't know if a lot of people would necessarily refer to it as a horror movie but it's definitely suspenseful <laughs> and it's it is creepy there are spots where you definitely get got the sixth sense yeah the sixth sense well, see, we've got to think outside the box now because that's what we made mistake. We're like, that's more of the, this movie. Well, let me let me let me just let me just explain something about this movie. I I have never seen this movie. Okay. Oh shit! So really? I have to withdraw. Okay. I, so we can't spoil it for you. <laughs> so uh, I, no, spoil, uh, spoiler alert coming up, kids. So I go with a group of people. It's the summer of 94, 96, whenever the fuck this movie came out. We're standing at the Bell Tower Movie Theater in Fort Myers, Florida. And uh, there's about six or seven of us standing there hanging around trying to decide what movie we're going to see. My friend Brian is standing there next to us, and everybody agrees we should check out The Sixth Sense. Brian says... He's dead. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, fuck, Brian. <laughs> fuck you, pal. Yeah, buddy. I don't even know. He's so, Jesus. So while I have not seen it, I know obviously the biggest. It is still worth seeing. Part of that, and and someday I will. Are you going to? Well, you know. Now that you know, yeah. That's a good thing about the movie. Yeah. Because I went back and watched it for a second time after after yeah. I first saw it. Was it better? It was. It, knowing you could look at uh, it made more sense it made sense and why people weren't interacting yeah like when gotcha. and it, he and then you you never noticed it until you knew that sure. and then you go back and you're like holy shit yeah it's it's great you've got to see it and there are absolute scares well and there. i'm, you're I'm gonna a fan jump. of Shyamalan, and he's done yes. a good job of, ding, of, ding. of pairing the the you know, scares with with just you know great storytelling. Yeah, signs was a signs great is amazing. What a twist! You know, I loved that movie. Yeah, signs um, is great. I, I like the village. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the village that was, was good solid. Too. Yep. All right. Oh shit! I guess yeah, I'm next. It's your next. What, 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 what do I got next? Oh, I. You know what I've got next? I've got a movie next that I could not even finish. Ooh. Oh, I've got some of those too. And. I don't know because I, you know, honestly, like I watched this movie with one eye open half the fucking time. Got probably twenty minutes from the end, and I was just like, I, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. And that's the Babadook. I've never seen it. I know. I think it was on. I think it may be on Netflix, Netflix or something yeah. like that. Uh, but man, a, a fucking scary movie. Just. Yeah. One of those, it, it relies very heavily on the suspense, the long camera shots where you're just constantly expecting something to come out of those fucking, out of the dark shadows. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those where half the time nothing happens, but half the, the suspense that it gives you, the, 
Just oh, so let me. Uh, I I don't know why, but just within the last week, I stumbled across uh, Alfred Hitchcock quote about the difference between surprise and suspense when creating a movie. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm gonna like butcher his quote, but to paraphrase it, it says a surprise is when you've got a couple sitting at a table, they're having a conversation about nothing, just the goings on of everyday life, and boom, a bomb goes off. That's mm-hmm. surprise. Suspense is when the audience knows there's a bomb under the table. The couple sits down okay. and they're having a conversation about nothing, and the audience is just getting keyed up. No, no, you, you stop! You got to get away. It's gonna explode. <laughs> and uh, just the way he outlined that, that's that, kind of that, ties into it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes it suspense and makes then sense. redirection, and then back to yeah the the surprise. So. I mean, because you you got to look at the 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 makings of a horror movie. Yeah. Um, when you go into making a horror movie, you got to decide, hey, is this? I, do I want to make this movie fun for people to watch? Do I want to like like one of the ones on my list, Return of the Living Dead? Fun movie. Yeah. A fun movie. It's gross. Wait, which one was Return? Return of the Living, Living Dead? Dead is the um uh. uh the one with Leanna Quigley, the that is Romero. No, no. This is Offset from Romero. This okay. is after. This is one of the first movies after the the uh, Night of Living Dead Romero, and okay. they did the split where one of them got uh, Return of the Living or the Living Dead, and the other one got Of the Dead. Okay, somehow, because um, if you look back, and a lot of George Romero movies would be The Dead. And then this other guy, I can't remember his name, but would have uh, Return of the Living Dead. Hmm. So, um, but it, it's a it's a fun movie. It's about it's set in the '80s. Okay, uh, about a, a guy who, uh, uh, and this is probably up towards my number four, uh, and uh, this group of punks. You have a, a guy named Spider. You got a guy named Trash or a girl named Trash. Of course, Lena Quigley. Then you got a guy named Suicides, this big guy with chains and stuff who's, you know, oh, you're stupid, you know. And then there's a couple of offshoot, you know, nerdy clan. Then you have this one girl who befriends them all, who's like the 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 the, the Katie Davis, I guess. Yeah. You know, of the of the, you know, the hot one um, who you don't see fitting into this group. What the only reason why is she likes one of the guys who is in the group and he's taking another job and suicide's like wow. where's what's his name oh he's got a job he's got a job that's stupid <laughs> well anyway they his job was at this um uh, uh medical united medical uh supplies okay and so they get like skeletons they get like half dogs and butterflies and all this stuff sent out to colleges and medical schools and all this stuff well they had uh come upon a drum of uh, a, a toxin um what is a toxin name i can't believe i can't remember the toxin but um it's uh it's in a canister in a barrel with this guy the tar man the dead guy okay. in in the basement and these two guys go in there they pop it open and release the toxin and it gets out into the, they uh they breathe it in so they're dying themselves they wake up it it went through the whole so like the the whole uh area so like people like oops dead people are like 
cadavers are kind of dying. Yeah. So they tr- they dis- dismantle one. They try to take it to a crematory that's right next door, burn it, and the, all the smoke goes up. It rains and drips down into the soil, raising the dead. Nice. It's a good movie. It's funny. It's action. It's 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 one of those um, uh, uh, movies where it, it it's at the time where what do you call it? It's a a period piece. A period piece, I guess. A period piece where uh, it's one of every everybody in the '80s grew up watching this movie. Yeah. So they've seen it, 80s, 90s, whatever. Right on. So a really good movie, really good movie. I went a little too too hard <laughs> in the paint with that one. But it, that's how much I like it. That's how much I like it. That's so. what we're here for, man, yeah, man. Give, give people yeah. some good recommendations. All yeah, right. Man. So what do you got? Speaking of the 80s, I got a movie that everybody's seen. I don't know if it's on your guys' list because I don't know if people really think of it as a horror movie, but it is. Okay. The Lost Boys. That is Number three on my list yes. for uh, sure. It's not on mine. I love I mean, that yeah. movie. Yeah, love the movie, yeah, yeah. but it's just not. Yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. I can see again. I think people might view it as almost like, oh, that's that cool movie from the eighties. Mm-hmm. But it's vampires and mm-hmm. there and the whole one common theme I noticed after I wrote my list down was a lot of horror movies that I enjoy are viewed from the perspective of a child. And so here in The Lost Boys, we've got the kids who are trying to convince grownups that, hey, there's vampires around here. They're bad (laughs) dudes. You need to look out. And as my beautiful wife Lauren pointed out to me about (laughs) this movie, she compared it to A Christmas Story with Ralphie and the BB gun, how Ralphie went around to everyone, the teacher and Santa Claus, everyone looking for this BB gun. But it was the dad who he never asked, right? Always right there. He just never asked the dad. All well, the damn vampires. Yeah, it was exactly, yep. exactly. But I, and also the Lost Boys gets points for that soundtrack. Yeah. Because that's, that's- Not anymore song. though. Yeah. Because Corey, Corey Feldman's out there trying to rock that- that one song with the guy with the saxophone. <laughs> oh man, that guy with the saxophone. Mm-hmm. That that was that was one of the best saxophone yeah. solos in movie I history. Do he still performs? He, that, you know? Of course, he should be. Yeah, <laughs> he should be. He still. You got smoke that. like that to fucking ride on for the rest of your life. Yeah. You might as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know. Yeah, Lost Boys, good movie. Be my top thirty. Though. That's that's it's, a classic. That for me, uh, it's. It, Movies for me, man, like they they, they just got to be fun. Like mm-hmm. if I if I had a good time watching it, you know, that's for me. That's a good movie, right? Yeah. And the Lost Boys, maybe it's you know the time frame, but that eighties vibe. I love that shit. I've and got I've got Lost Boys on VHS. Yeah. yeah. I also want to give Lost Boys credit for this. It was a one and done. They didn't mm-hmm. fuck it oh, up yeah. by trying to come out with part thirty-three. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and uh, some people. Uh, well, they did do two later on. That, I see. I don't even know that, that were like like I think they they were kind of like direct to fucking Walmart or like five dollars. That or or sci-fi originals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I I brought up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre earlier, and there's a shit ton of them. The the Saws family, and then there's been a couple different remakes. Some of the remakes have not been bad mm. at all. Some of them have been bad. Are you talking of, of Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre? Yeah, yeah, the one with Matthew McConaughey. Oh my god, let's not talk about that one. No, they did make a you know like everything else. They've 
rebooted that one, and I do remember the. I, I watched the reboot of that. The it was, Lost. It was the Lost Boys. No, no. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Texas Chainsaw okay, Massacre. Yeah. And, it, and and that reboot was uh, equally as maybe not equally. I I better tread lightly when I say that. It was it was terrifying. Oh, well, the one where the person shot themselves and the camera angle went through the hole in the person's mm-hmm. head no yeah. that was that was great yeah, yeah. that was that yeah. was worth the price of yeah. whatever you paid for yeah. your ticket mm-hmm. that was they great. also redid uh did a reboot of uh friday the 13th yeah. oh there's been yeah, one million yeah. friday uh, the 13th I, I enjoyed the it, reboot you know. yeah all right because that the, the they recreated the sleeping bag scene oh yeah that's yep. right oh god the sleeping bag scene yep <sighs> so yeah, I, I enjoyed the the, the remake was yeah, was, and the, you know the Freddy versus Jason and stuff. That was I fun. really oh, like Freddy versus fun. Jason. That, was that fun. shit's fun. It yeah. was fun, and I loved in that movie one of the coolest things. And I would love to do this in person, but I'm not strong enough, and I'm also not a killer. But uh, <laughs> Jay, uh, Jason was sitting there, and these guys came out of like this cornfield, and they were challenging him, and he just went click. And turn the guy's head around. Do you remember that one? Yeah. 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 I would love to do that. <laughs> it can be done. I'm sure uh-huh. someone could do it. I, I couldn't. Yeah, that's, I can't pull uh, it off. That's some good shit. All right. Where, who is it? It's you. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah. All right. I've got uh, Night of the Living Dead. The, the original. The original. Yeah. That's a classic, man. Yeah. That, uh, I know we, we've, we've discussed that before, mm-hmm. but that movie... I watched that I think by myself yeah. late on like Showtime one night, man. Yeah, it scared the fuck out of me. Wow. The, the social construct of that, yeah, yes, is, yeah. is something else too. Yeah, because yeah. I think that Sidney Poitier was the first mm-hmm. black lead in a Hollywood movie, mm-hmm. and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like yeah. it doesn't like now you don't even they, notice that they kill shit. Him at the end. Yeah. Well, of course. A, hey, that's the price. Uh, that's the price of admission. You know, you're gonna be in a zombie movie. You're probably gonna die. But uh, yeah, that is a, a good movie, and I like old movies yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. There's something cool about the older films. I did. This did not make my list, but I thought about it. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Yeah. We spoke about the Universal creatures. Yeah. In the, the old. There's something that magic was a, about those. That was those, a different man. era. Yeah. And in whereas back in the day when people were seeing like silent films like Nosferatu and all that stuff, this was scaring the living shit out of people because yeah. people weren't aware of this. Everything you got to think everything back then was superstition. This yeah. and that and this yeah. and that. Um, but nowadays, you look at it as man, this is this is fun to watch. Yep. Yeah, so. and I'm sure when that movie came out uh, in the 50s or whenever, there were probably people thinking, man, could there really be a creature like this somewhere? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure that Fil- there were some in Florida out there yeah. fucking yeah. hunting in the in the lagoons. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know, of course. There's nothing else to fucking do back then. What do you got next, man? Uh, What's on your list? Let's see. Let's throw something. So um, I'm going to try and find something that y'all have probably seen. Um, uh, twenty eight days later. That was a good movie. That was that was the uh, that was the, the intro the, of the fast zombies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and 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 I remember a lot of people being one unhappy and two very uncomfortable. Well, with that prospect. Well, well, the thing is, everybody's just like, I hadn't thought about them being fast. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But, but these things, you, I don't know if you could classify them as zombies. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, they, they're the, uh, they're probably they're not f- in the traditional sense, but from a sense of sitting there in the movies and, yeah. and looking for like, like, well, what was it? 
there what was kind of movie yeah. was it? Oh, it's like a zombie a, movie. Like they were rage you know. fuel. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they they didn't eat you. They just wanted to murder you. Yeah. They just wanted to tear you. They were like a fucking rabid monkey. The like the 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 blood splatter, mm-hmm. you know, getting in your eye and infect like that was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Because they would like. Like the camera, like kind of like with the bullet, like you were saying, you know, the camera would follow the little fucking blood uh, droplet, and then it would get in the eye and like, yeah, and, 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 and he turned, and like, then they're like, and oh man, yeah, that was that. It it, it was it was a a lot of social so construct in that that movie as well. They're so fast. Um, I didn't want to see Gillian Murphy's schlong at the beginning. Don't lie. When he's laying in the hospital, looked just like a pot, like a bird egg in the nest. It sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like you saw it. Sounds, I saw it, but I'm like saying, you were looking I think at the it. whole everybody who saw that movie saw it. I'm just saying. But um, uh, he's good in Peaky Blinders, by the way. Yeah. But um, it's a very good movie. It was well thought, well, um, it was just quick. There was no slow moments. Did you watch the sequel? Uh, Twenty eight weeks later. Was that it? Yes. Yeah. Um, and oh, then the other one called sure. 28 Years Later. Was there? No. No. <laughs> 28, 28 Weeks Later, it was, it was good. Yeah. It was More the same. As good. Because the, 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 the one, the main character, the father, I just, I just wanted to beat the shit out of him the whole yeah. movie. So, um, you know. What do you got next, Joseph? All right. Kind of what we were talking about with uh, kids and stuff, all right? And I will say, before I even throw this out, I, I like the book better than the film, but the film is awesome. Children of the Corn. Oh. He who walks behind the rose. Yep. Malachi. Yeah. Oh, fuck Malachi. <laughs> we were actually at lunch today. I wonder what that motherfucker looks like now. It, exactly the same. And the, and the other guy. He looks exactly the same, and I'll tell you why. Because they made a recent Children of the Corn. And he was in And it. Malachi reprised his role, and he looks exactly the fucking same. Damn. So, uh, great Ginger movie. Um. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I was actually watching Children of the Corn three with somebody, and uh, you know this person. I'll tell you who it is later. We were, <laughs> we were watching this movie, and they were like bowing and praying to the rose, you know, the corn in in the movie. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I looked at this person. I said, "Oh, look, man, Jehovah's Witnesses," and this person was like. My mom's Jehovah's Witness too. <laughs> Zoinks! I felt I felt slightly bad. But for that a that is a cool uh, premise. Like you're out driving in the middle of these cornfields in Iowa or wherever the hell it is. I don't even know. Somewhere out there in the Midwest, and you see this kid, and you, uh, the whole thing is awesome. And as is the case, and and I will, I'm going to give a little bit of a prelude. That is not the only Stephen King movie on my list. Yeah. The books, I, I have yet to see a Stephen King movie that the book is not better than the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I didn't I, put any Stephen King on my list. I think that uh, one of them, The Mist, would be a book, or w- w- would be, so I don't know if you know, if you've seen that movie. I have not. Um, I haven't either. But Stephen King wrote The Mist, and it may have been a short story or a book or something like that. But they they came out of the movie, they actually changed the ending, and they went 
to Stephen King, obviously, and uh, and he was like, you know what, that's the way that that should have ended. That's I like cool. that much better. So I've always wanted to see *In a Mist*, and I've never had the opportunity to watch it. I I can't <sighs> find it anywhere. I can't find it on any streaming service. I watched it with my wife uh, one time. That was mm-hmm. that was that was all that she would allow it to be watched. Yeah. That movie was gotten rid of. What, yeah. She was like, never again. Did you? Did she like it, or was it she horrible? Hated it. Oh, really? Oh. Hated it. Three syllables. Hated. 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 But uh, but but on Stephen King, man, that guy always delivers. One one of them that I love, and I didn't put it on my list because the movie the movie sucked, but the book was fantastic, and I hear they're making a new one. Uh, so I hope that it holds up as Salem's Lot. Oh, okay. That's a fucking great book. So I I well the the only reason why it sucked. Because it was a made-for-TV series on CBS. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the it it no uh, oh, Salem's Lot. But see, yeah. they actually did like three versions of that movie. Mm-hmm. They did they did a movie back in the '80s, and it just it just wasn't very well done. Yeah. And then they did a couple miniseries after that. Right. And in the same your your miniseries, you know, in the whenever the fuck they were made, like they just weren't. Yeah. They weren't able to really let them let them breathe like they needed to so hopefully this new movie that i've heard is uh is going to deliver we'll see nice what do i got next here on the old list i've got uh let's talk about this i was actually watching this today the shining yes now how about the shining are you a shining fan i I, I kind of like the setting of it. Like, we had it uh, up on the big screen here a little while back. We did. Yeah. We did. That's why I actually picked up watching it. Because yeah. I said, no, watch this again. I was like, don't mind if I do. Mm-hmm. It, that is a film for me, kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, the quality of the actual film is not it's not grade A, right? Because mm-hmm. it was filmed back in 74 or whenever. Yeah. That adds to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, and it's a cool um uh, concept yeah it's a it's a very slow burn and suspenseful and foreboding yeah so should have mentioned it's also stephen king it is yes <laughs> should have mentioned that <laughs> that's true that's true it all ties in um no the the uh the cinematography in that one i mean that that's one of those that the 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 building itself plays Mm-hmm. A part in that movie, like it's just the scenery of it, you know, is 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 incredible, and uh, I think it may be Nicholson's finest, like just one of the yeah. fucking greatest performances. Well, he had a great ever. cast, you know. Yeah, yeah, incredible shit. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? What do you got? All right, let's see. Do you want one that maybe y'all seen or obscure? Give me something we've seen. Um, something I can talk to you about. Uh. I like how you brought like a full on list. Let's see. <laughs> I like that. Um, have you seen Sleepaway Camp yet? No. All right. You nope. haven't seen it yet? No. We need to watch it together. Okay. Uh, it's not on my list, but we'll talk okay. about it later. All right. Um, let's go with The Grudge. The Grudge. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like Which that one, one was The Grudge? The Grudge with uh, because, Sarah Michelle uh, Geller. With the, the, um, she was a, a uh, what a, not a, a, 
like a caregiver in Japan. Okay. And that thing made that noise, and it didn't have yeah. the bottom jaw. I always get like the Grudge mixed the up ring. with the Ring, yeah. mixed up with like Insidious. Well, like there's well, a but the, there was the, a run of them right there that all came out around the same like yeah, well, few years span. Yeah, uh, and they all the have Grudge the same started lighting. It. The Grudge started it. With, yeah. With uh, the Grudge, Juon is is the original one yeah. from Japan, which is 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 scary in itself. Uh, it's good, but the way they shot uh, the Grudge, the American version, yeah, um, they they used they went to Japan, shot it, and just the, the the angles they used in that movie, and the acting is what made it a little more yeah. scarier than uh, I, I I'll admit that was it was very um, like not like frightening scary, but right. just like. Cause I'm a very big like I believe in the supernatural. Yeah. So movies like the supernatural shit really kind of get to me as long as they're not like paranormal activity or something like yeah. that. But like the paranormal and spirituality go deep in the Japanese culture. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's so many Japanese um, entities and ghosts and demons that that would make anything that we think up over here like look like you know pansies yeah. um so it, it's really good to, to to immerse yourself i've seen both of them um uh and and by far i do like the american version better um as far as if you want to the ring ringu is the japanese version right. which is a better one to me um if since we're talking about those two right there um if you look at i think what made the ring movies um uh more uh, I don't want to use the word foreboding but more ethereal and more like uh, disparaging yeah. was the um, the video itself the All tape right. they played right. so I'm, uh, I will the, the ring is on my list mm -hmm. so, so this is good we'll just spill right into that the ring had no business freaking me the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> yet it did because the the concept is so dumb. Let's just be real. <laughs> oh, if you watch this video cassette, then bad things. Well, you're gonna die. And I said, all right, all right, that's dumb, right? <laughs> well, holy shit! But if you well, stop and look at those videos of oh, the video, oh, oh, oh yeah, and, and then and then when they get to the borders and they kind of like, towards the end where they like get into the side mm -hmm. and they oh look the frame's a bit bigger, and my god. When that bitch climbs out the TV. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, so it's awesome. I love the ring. Just for sheer, like, being scared as mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. The ring. The and, ring. And, and the, the backstory with, like, Samora going in the well and all. It's it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And and the, the Ringu, the Japanese version, the, the, the tape was more, it was more disturbing than the American. And, and that's what puts me if you stop and just look at the segments with the tapes that's a horror movie in itself huh. uh and try to try to because you you kind of the american one you kind of can figure it out what was going on and w what the thoughts were but when you get into the japanese one you, you really can't it, it was it was awesome totally and I, i'm like there's no way this is gonna be dumb wrong <laughs> that's that's great it's, what's what's the last movie that you both saw that legit just like scared the shit out of you. Huh. I don't even know. Actually, I do know. 
two girls, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> Videotape of my wedding. Google that if you haven't seen it, kids. <laughs> um, you know, no, uh, seriously, um, if you really want, because uh, Hollywood is, they want to get butts in the seats. Yeah. So social media is strong with them uh, marketing so like remember when what was that movie uh, where they went around and had the baby in a carriage it was a viral video it was all over vine back in the day and they had the viral it was a video of, and it was promoting this movie they had this demon baby in a carriage people go oh it's so cute and it ba- this demon baby pops up <laughs> and i think it was uninvited or something like that something like and that so I, I but the movie bombed yeah. and it's like they they promote it and i i think the more you promote a movie the, the less confidence you have think, in that movie i think i think that that's that may be some of it but i was telling katie this today that most of these movies that are coming out nowadays you can you can predict what's going to happen mm-hmm. just from the title that yeah. sucks like, well, like she 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 had mentioned she, one of them she had mentioned was uh the orphanage mm-hmm. and i was like I already know what happens in that movie just based on the title. Yeah. You know? It's very obvious. Well, in the trailers, they, they show all it. Like, the new, I'm so disappointed the new Halloween ends. Come already don't, disappointed. Don't say much about it because I haven't seen. No, I haven't seen it yet either. I mean, but I've seen the trailer. Oh, and, like, I you're going you're, you're to list all the kills already. You're going to show, like, this happens, this happens. So you give nothing to the movie. The movie has no substance. You're just going in there waiting for that scene to happen. But so, but the point I sorry but the point I was getting to if you really want to sink yourself into some horror, you need to go independent. Yeah, you need to go into the like these short YouTube videos that people put out. These people are making videos in their backyard or it, just with friends. Yeah, and they're more a lot more disturbing than than. Ha. And th- I'm going to get in later about, so you'll have to put me on a time crunch, but some l- movies that kind of push the boundaries, because there's movies out there, like I said, when you, you're well, writing... What, a- you're, what you're saying is exactly right, but it's also, it's always been that way. It's always been that formula, because even, you know, look at the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre and shit like that. You know, a lot of the, the methods and the, the, the things that those guys went in there and did to get that movie done and... Mm-hmm. You know, the low budget aspect of it, you know, is what made it fucking well, great. Well, the same so. thing with Return of the Living Dead. Right. It made it, it's cultish. Yeah. It's a cult classic. But all That's those all it. those originals, all those mm-hmm. old movies, the the uh, you know, the 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 first in their series, you know, a lot of times were just made on this low budget thing and they gained notoriety and popularity mm-hmm. the same way that these guys doing them you know the independent genre now and, is, and, is and pretty much what's going to keep the the horror movie genre alive well if you look at a lot of the independent <clears throat> lower end of, you've got different levels you've yeah. got crowdfunding movies you've got this and that you got they got people who pay for their own movies to be made right and so they go the cheapest the better yeah. so some of these independent movies some of these private labels they can't have um, uh, green screens and yeah. and uh, uh, you know uh, CGI because you the more you pay for CGI the better it looks right so if you're paying hey uh, can you put some gunshot wounds on this guy getting his head blown off you know I got three hundred bucks looks like and it it takes away from the movie 
and and a lot of the the science uh, sci-fi channel movies did that um that's why i i'm aiming for practical effects yeah because i want to see oh that looked like somebody's head absolutely really came off. The Is way this they a used snuff to do film it. that we're watching. Yeah. The way they used to do it. So, you know, um, but yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying, yeah, brother. Yeah. All right. Who, who's up? I think. Is it me? Uh, I, is it no, me? it's you. It's me. Yeah. It's you. It's me. All right. So I'm I'm putting this one on the list um, for Lauren. And, and this is a, a, a classic. You know what? what I, you know what I'm gonna say. It's Halloween. It's Halloween, oh, and a few things. I, I'm not as high on this movie as a lot of people are, um, because it like uh, like. Well, I have the uh, you know the suspension of disbelief. You walk into any horror movie or really any play or any theatrical production with that built in, but. How many times can they kill Michael Myers, but he keeps showing up? I don't know. Um, I like a lot. I like how he's the kid and he kills uh, uh, his sibling and he in the mental institution. And I like, uh, I like, I, I like it. And, and speaking of soundtracks, that piano, that eerie piano, that well, that, that was probably John Carpenter wrote, yeah. wrote that, right? I believe so. But yeah, so Halloween and. It's fun. It's cool. It, it definitely sets the mood. I like Jamie Lee Curtis and her screams. I know she's kind of known as the queen. scream queen, right? Mm-hmm. And she's she's got it when she's in the closet. So yeah, yeah. Halloween is on my list. So something cool about Halloween that they did recently because they made the first one. Carpenter made the first one back in the day. Now, I'll just I'll just ruin it for myself. Halloween number one on my list. I love. Halloween. Mm-hmm. I also love the character, the series. You know, I, I love even the Rob Zombie remakes, yep. all that shit. But what I really love is the resetting of the timeline. Yeah, breaking canon. That was yep. the most amazing thing that I had ever seen anybody do. So they made Halloween one, and then all of the subsequent movies after that, where Michael is ba- basically this invincible monster that he. Is known as he you got know. thrown off the cliff. Oh, exactly, wait, he's back. So, what they did was in two thousand, what, what or twenty two nineteen something like that. When the uh, hell was it? Which one? So they they did like a twenty five years later or something like that. Well, I know they did H two O. Well, yeah, but this was this was more recent. John Carpenter got reinvolved mm-hmm. with the series. Um, so they've made how many st- oh, fucking a they made Halloween kills and Halloween ends, which mm-hmm. are coming out soon. Mm-hmm. So before that, they made just a movie called Halloween. Yeah. And it was a direct sequel to the first movie. Uh. So everything that happened. Was was gone. It was raised. it was number one. And then it was this, this. movie. So. <clears throat> Uh, Laurie Strode was not his sister. None of that shit ever happened. It was, he was in an asylum for all those years. He was locked away. And at one point, and probably my favorite part of that movie was, uh, he, he he's chasing somebody. They shoot him and in, in they shoot him in the hand, and he loses like two fingers, gone. 
keeps running, keeps going. Like, you know, he's obviously a freak of nature, but he's not an invincible monster. And I loved how they showed, fuck, he just lost his fingers and they're gone for good. Like, there's no, oh, they'll be back in the next movie Mm -hmm. because they went a totally different direction with that character, with that whole fucking storyline. And and so while I've not seen... uh, Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends, which is the more recent one, because I like to wait for him to. Yeah, so you. Can I want to. Yeah, back, let's yeah. watch him. Let's get it yeah. out of the way because this is supposed to be it. Yeah, yeah. You know, supposed and to be. Uh, yeah, supposed to be, but um, and you know what? If they want to bring the fucking character back and restart the story all all anew, like I, I'm there for it. I'll mm-hmm. go watch it. Cool, you know. Uh, let's 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 use a different generation you know new techniques whatever the fuck you know but uh I'm, I'm all for keeping it going but you know this story with jamie lee curtis's laurie strode and all that stuff and they got the original guy the original michael myers who, yeah. who was the shape mm-hmm. they brought him back yep so it was like the whole fucking it was just amazing to me so uh and it's no secret that um, psych wards just fucking freak me out. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So That's, I'm gonna say geez. this. I know we had talked about Halloween Horror Nights yes. this year. The best house, and there were some Did good you go? houses. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. We go every year. We're actually gonna go again. We're gonna hit it up twice. But the Halloween house, I'm not saying it's worth a couple grand or whatever. It's pretty badass. It's pretty good. And what the reason I bring it up is you mentioned the psych ward. Yeah. yeah. So a little quick aside, I went to Florida School of the Arts, which is in Palaka, Florida. My very first apartment was a studio apartment, like a little efficiency, and it was directly across the fence from the Arlington House. What is the Arlington House? The Arlington House is a adult care facility. In other words psych ward okay and there there was i walk out my door my little studio efficiency apartment there's a fence like little beat up privacy fence and then the next on the way over right across is the arlington house and it's still there and i like i would go get my mail this is back in the day when people wrote letters that's that's how old i am (laughs) And there'd be these, these guys, and they'd wave to me because we'd see each other about every day. Hey! And I'd, I'd, of course, wave, but hey, how's it going? How's everything? They would have construction equipment over there, and they would let these guys get up. I don't know what that shit was about, but... <laughs> Damn. Palaka. So, uh, one time, my... And I'll, I'll just finish this up, because, yeah, Palaka, man, that says it all. <laughs> <laughs> but my... My friends and I were sitting around, we're getting all high and drunk and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hey, you know what we should do, man? What's that, man? We should go over to the Arlington house. Oh, yeah, we should, man. So, like, Doug, you know Doug. Doug. Yeah, and uh, there's a handful of us. We go over there. We walk in. This is, like, 3 in the morning. They had some girl who, uh, I don't know. She clearly was getting minimum wage and didn't really give a whole lot of fucks because we we talked our way past her. We were like, <laughs> "Well, yeah, we're here to like do some." Inve-. We're all like stumbling and oh, drunk course. as shit and looking like the idiots we are. 
we get back up in there and it was i i wish i could have videoed what i saw because there were uh on on this there was a giant hallway on this hallway there were paintings like really intricate good detailed like really amazing paintings the smell was horrid it was like human fecal matter there was like all these piles of uh sheets just thrown outside the doors you could look inside these big thick doors with the big thick windows with the wires and you could see people just sitting there just like staring at the ground just and yeah so when you start talking about like mental institutions and shit that's that's my limit right there let me tell you a story yeah shall we her go so two stories actually one story i was working uh for a deli and i was uh, taking a delivery to this unknown location i pulled up there's a tall fucking fence uh really nice <clears throat> ornate type building i pull up with the food call somebody they come down to get it and i'm unloading it and i'm asking them, i'm like what is this place and it's some type of a you know an adult care facility like a psych ward type of place and i'm like oh okay and, and you know the anxiety uh kicks up just a little bit you know and then i hear this siren start going off and then the anxiety ramps up a lot (laughs) yeah i'm like all right man yeah thanks can you just sign that can you can you sign i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go jumped in the truck took off uh a few months after that i have a delivery to shans and i don't know what floor is what i just go up it says call for uh for entry i pick up the phone i call they let me in i push the door open i turn i grab my bags and i back in to the door and the door closes jesus christ <laughs> scared that, the shit that, out of that me that worked out <laughs> the door closes <laughs> good My stuff bad. good stuff the door the door closes in front of me and i turn and as I turn, there's this like long and and I know in my mind it's exaggerated, but it's this long glass wall that seemed to stretch on for a fucking mile and a half. And there were people on the other side of that glass wall window, I guess you would call it, uh, rocking back and forth. And, and here I am. I'm just all of a sudden I'm locked in this area and I was not expecting this. Right. And, uh, wow. Yeah. So good day. Good Damn. day. Good tip. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great tippers. Fourth floor. And Jesus go on Christ. Who's next? That's you. Oh God. Oh my. <laughs> so, um, watch this movie the other night. This was, uh, this is, this is just a, uh, and I'm actually, I should say I'm skipping over evil dead too. Cause we didn't talk mm-hmm. about it. Um, but one we have not brought up yet is The Exorcist. Oh, good stuff. I good mean, stuff. That's my number one. I mean, yeah, come all right, on. All right, all right. I mean, it's just, yep. it's it's everything you want in a uh, in a horror movie. Yeah. I didn't even write it down because that's a given. <laughs> that's my number one. I mean, people running out of the theaters. Mm-hmm. Let Jesus you know, fuck you. Jesus. Let Jesus yeah. fuck you. It's, like what, what, when that phrase is in a movie... You better buckle up, son, oh, yeah. because you're going for a ride. I wonder. I wonder how uh, when somebody's <laughs> fucking himself with a crucifix. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. 
I wonder really like None. how how that process really played out. Like I know that there's been documentaries and stuff on it, but I'm curious if I could have been a fly well, on the wall in that room. I mean, apparently you, it's one of the one of those cursed films. Too. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, if you came out with that right now, it would be controversial. But 1973, <laughs> they weren't ready for that. They were not ready <laughs> no. for that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they had some people protesting. And the the, the Head spinning around oh, and the puking, and you know when, and you were talking about it earlier, Carl. When you bring in religion and spirituality, that mm-hmm. just makes things a little bit more real. A film that did not make my list, but I thought about it, was the uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah, because there's Good some, movie. Of that, yeah, and it, there's some of that going on there. But the Exorcist predates that by decades. That contortion bullshit. Oh that they yeah. Did in that well, when they, when they did the, uh, when they did the when they did that. Uh, when they came out like in early 2000, probably 2009 or nope, was it 2000? No, it's probably about 2004, 2005. For, for the Emily Rose? Stuff? No, for, for the Exorcist. Oh. And they added the deleted scenes or added scenes and yeah. she crab walked down the stairs. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that like, but uh, yes, the, the Exorcism Emily Rose, who's the actress who played her? Um, Donna? I can't remember her. What name. do you mean? It was Emily Rose. <laughs> but the the contortion scenes. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. There's something about that. And that was uh, another thing about uh, Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's on my list. That was talking about Stephen King. That yeah. that fucking man. That the sister in the room. Yep. My God. All right. Let's get into it. What yeah, we we'll we'll talk about? Let, it. Let's go. So, all right. So, Pet Cemetery is yet another Stephen another King Stephen entry. King. Yet another. When he was all coked example, up, man. Another example of the book being better than the movie, but the movie has the added benefit of an amazing song by the Ramones. I love the Ramones, and that song is. It's catchy. It's it's kind of dark. It's, it sticks in your head, but. As I'm older, because I read the book and saw the movie when I was much younger, but now I'm a parent. Now yeah. I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. Now you see and that little booty scene, bouncing in front of that fucking the oh, truck and the God. the guys listening to Sheena was a punk rock, and I'm uh, oh, it, 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 I just I just can't. My just my son's can't. name is Gage. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> but, that 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 single handedly. Caused so many cats to be named Church. Mm-hmm. Like how many? Everybody had a fucking cat named Church yep. just because of that movie. I don't know why. It, yeah, don't the, name your cat after that fucking cat. <laughs> it seems like a. <laughs> there's so there. There's a lot of great angles to that oh, movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and the it Achilles. Is, oh, and then uh, at the end when God. when she puts his hand on his shoulder and oh. stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. So. Yeah. That Good was movie. that was uh, that was a book that I read when I was younger. Uh, probably fourteen, I started reading a lot of Stephen King, and that was one that I, I you know, I got a pretty vivid imagination when I when I read, and yeah, that was that was one that just really fucking played with my head, man. And Great I got book. I got to give credit to the concept. Like it's easy to come up with, like. Oh, here comes some zombies. They're gonna get you. Oh, here's the serial killer. He might get yeah. you. This is way different. Oh, yeah. you know, we bury people or, or pets in this area, and they come back to life. And then you start doing it intentionally. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome yep. stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. buddy. That that fucking the scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> that that's hard. That's hard to watch. Yep. Um. All right. Here's one. Um. So I had the Exorcist. The Lost Boys was next. Here's one that has not been mentioned. I wonder if it's the one that I'm about. To I don't. Say. I don't. I don't think it is. Okay. Go ahead. You go ahead first. Oh. You go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what the movie I'm about to mention. Uh, I've actually got a couple grouped in here because it's a family movie. So it's one of them, right? And this main character is probably the most, in my opinion, most famous, most notorious, most amazing evil main character in any horror movie. Oh, this is this is a lot of hype. I'm talking about Freddy Krueger. Get the and fuck Nightmare out of town. on Elm Street. Yes, sir. Yes, go. Let's, go. Let's go. Was that where you were going? So no, uh-uh. no, it's yeah. not. But but I will say. I I have to add this to that because Freddy Krueger is one of the first horror movies I ever saw. It was at, specifically part three. That's an uh, that's a great Warriors. one. So yep. I want to I want to verify on my list. Primetime <laughs> bitch. Points. Yes. It's uh, parts one, three, and four. Yes. Are are the good? Wait no, a minute. Part, part, Wasn't four the gayest? N- n- no. No, that no, was no, part no. two. Part two okay. sucked. With the bus <laughs> and all that shit. That was dumb. But again, we're talking about an amazing yes. concept. In your dreams, if you go to sleep, this guy can come get you in your dreams. And if he kills you in your dreams, then you're really dead. And by yeah. the way, the guy is real. Mm-hmm. He was killed by your parents back in the day because he killed kids. Like, And then forget all that. And you've got this guy with the burnt out face and the fucking, fucking razor, razor glove. Knife, oh, man. man. That is it and how he would do this. And we all remember the scene where he's walking down the alley and his arms got longer and he's scraping in the boiler. Oh, if they would have had another actor do that, that movie wouldn't have been. Wouldn't have happened. Well, well, that is a fact because they did reboot that movie and it just didn't work, in my opinion. One of the one of the few that just didn't land. And and the guy that they had playing was it was a good actor. It's the kid from uh, Bad News Bears. I don't even, I don't fucking know his name. Carrie something or other. I don't know. Um, been around forever, but uh, it, not that he didn't do a good job. But they just they took some liberties with it. I didn't really care for it. But the original. The, the original three. is awesome when when he uh, there he, he's falling asleep in class and he looks to the side and there's Nancy's body being drugged down the yes. hall. Like here yeah. here we go and yeah part three and part four, um were were incredible. Part two, they got rid of the Freddy only exist in your dreams and they had him driving that school bus well, at the end. It was yeah. it was dumb. Forget about that mm-hmm. one. And you know getting back to the to to Freddy. He had a sense of humor, uh, a dark, twisted sense of humor, but a, a sense After of humor. After the first one, they, 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 there was a couple little spots in the first one that that were that lent themselves to a little bit of humor. But uh, and and I only know this because I watched a documentary with England just recently where where he talked about more of that comedic element being added after the first one, and it and I think he definitely sees mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, I can't get over it. Like if you know you got Jason with like his axe, Leatherface yeah. with his uh, chainsaw, and yeah, but Freddy's gloves with the mm. the razor blade, the most iconic, yeah, the I, most I think iconic, so, yeah. the most yeah. iconic, yeah. Well, you don't even know the chainsaw. You don't know the you don't know what Jason's machete looked like, mm-hmm. 
but you know what those fucking razor knives Yeah, you do, like. man, because those things just uh, stay in your mind. And <laughs> the sound of them scraping. And I, I love that he would use them in such creative ways. I think it's number three, the, the Dream Warriors, where he's got the one kid... Uh, uh, held the, up by the yeah, the, the, the bank, Joey the the, the, bear, the Joey's the marionette yeah. yeah marionettes and then he just slices, and he slices them and he them. jumps yes. off the mm-hmm. and then and I think those, it's the those, same one where the strings were his vein yes right yes yeah and then he it, it turns into syringes because the one girl was yes. an addict like that that's great yeah. so A that stuff. that movie specifically was was probably the first horror movie that I was really able to sit down and watch on HBO as a kid. So I know yeah. I was, you know, it was probably a year after it came out. I was seven, eight years old or so. And uh, I slept with my bed <laughs> pushed up against my closet for like two years Didn't after wanna that. Didn't want to risk it. Didn't want to risk just it. Just because I knew that Freddie lived in my closet. <laughs> so I was not going to be subject to uh, those, those knives. And uh, yeah, it was fucking terrifying. Great movie though, yeah. That's... I was jealous of my friends because uh, my neighbors. This is back in the late '80s. They went and they bought the actual glove that you know you could buy as a kid with the knives, and I I thought that was so fucking cool. So, so me being a knife maker, so I went through this phase where you know I'm a big, uh, uh, you know Jason yeah. fan. So I've I've made three or four of those machetes. Nice, and each one. I developed to make him a more efficient killer. Like I put machetes <laughs> with a sawtooth on top with gut hooks on it, nice. uh, uh, spiked handles, a D guard with a spike on the end. You should make a fucking Freddy glove. And man. and yeah, I've done the you Michael Myers a with Freddy a glove. with a um uh, a, a knife for him where it had a gut hook and it had uh, a guard that came up that twisted. So if you he stuck it in you, he could twist your entrails and bring them out, and you know just I, I was thinking in that mindset, and you know I I should make you should make a Freddy. I glove. should make a Freddy. You glove, should make. Man. A I mean glove. honestly, but but again, like I go back to what we're saying, you know, like the knife, mm-hmm. you could make any knife, yeah, machete, you know, any t- uh, the chainsaw, but the glove, that that is oh, that's something special yeah. right there. I got yeah. a machete sitting in my house right now that I made. And it says property. I etched property of Camp Crystal Lake on it. Nice. And then I did on the other side. I put Voorhees' name scratched into it. Fuck yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I should do that. <laughs> All right. So Let's do it. I'll give you. I'll give you the one that uh, I did not. Th- this will be the last one on my list, really, because the other two on my list were Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so. This one, this is a, uh, it's a classic, and every time I see it, every time I see images from it, it just, it instills that amount of dread in you. You just, it's unmistakable. Mm-hmm. It's Nosferatu. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Fu- the, the shadow. The yeah. shadow's up the stairs, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Fucking mm-hmm. spine tingling when well, you see that that stair scene in particular. Well, is scary as fuck. Every time if you add the silence to it, yes, that's that's what. Yes. silence is scary. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. why I sleep with a fan on. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear my own heart beating in my pillow. You know, I sleep with a fan on. The yeah. silence is is, and I think that like 
that's why I said back in the day when you look at the Universal Monsters and Nosferatu, the silence in in of what they this is bigger than life that they're looking on a big screen. Yeah. And it's something they've never encountered. We're jaded to it. We're, yeah. we're like, we've seen it all. And, right. But, you know, it, it's nothing to beat the old movies where, you know, at that time. Like, yep. oh, yeah. This is in the 1930s when this shit came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep, silent film era, dude. Yeah, this is uh, the the Great Depression. People save up their pennies, literally pennies, and they go to a theater and they get mind fucked by this vampire, dude. The yeah. ears and the eyes and the teeth, all of it, and in those fingers, the yeah. fingers, the fingers. But that 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 walk, just that oh my the creeping, god, the posture, yeah. the everything about it. It, yep. it was just fucking creepy. And you you got to give a million points to. When I was coming up my list, you know, the innovativeness, the yeah. groundbreaking, the mm-hmm. setting the stage for what comes next, and that absolutely kicked doors down yeah. for the whole genre. Absolutely. Absolutely. What else you got over there on your well, list, Carl? I've got some movies that... Because I'm about out of, of on my list. So I've you... got I've got plenty to keep going. <laughs> so so if you want to step in the, the, the zone of uncomfortableness... Okay. Um, so... There's movies out there that I won't even watch. Okay. Okay. Me, there's movies that there's movies I can give you like six of them. Give me give me one that right. that, that makes you uncomfortable. There's movies that I've attempted to watch, and then for some reason I can't finish it. Okay. Okay. Or I'm like, yeah, nope, this isn't for me. I like to be me. I like to be scared. I like intensity. I like the stress. I like the uncomfortableness. But I have a limit. Um, movies that involve children getting hurt i can't i i went through a phase where it's okay i can watch it a little bit but now that i have my younger son i'm back in that stage where i'm i'm daddy protector it changes shit that's what i said about pet cemetery Um, absolutely i I can't i can't um i can watch movies with implied rapes but i can't move watch movies with actual rapes yeah like last house on her left stuff like that yeah uh, that's just I can't watch movies with anything that deals with uh, uh, body fluids, yeah, like shit and piss and. So not a fan of centipede. No, centipede. I've never seen it. Me I, I, I I've seen the scene. I didn't see the point in watching. I, it. I just yeah, it's don't it, it's a like I said earlier, it's, it's people. Some people just want to make a movie to shock people. Yeah. So I will get into some. Uh, Y'all probably never heard of some of these movies, but um, it's good to if, if you like looked them up and just got a basic synopsis of it, you'll you'll understand why I'm coming up with it. First one, Terrifier. Okay. Oh, Terrifier with the clown. Oh, fuck that clown. Okay, so <laughs> I was enjoying that movie. Why? That, that there was a Jesus. creepiness to that clown when those girls were in the restaurant. And, and before I really got into how deep it was as far as it was all about wanting to hurt women. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not all about that shit. So it's like, he, you know, he's just being creepy, you know, smiling at the table when they're at the diner. Yeah. The part that made me turn it off and never finish that movie and never even interested in trying to finish that movie was when he strung a girl up upside down, spread her legs and took a hacksaw and by cut her. And I, as soon as he started doing that, I turned it off. I'm like, no, that pushes the boundaries. There's certain boundaries that 
you know, maybe people like that and there's people who enjoy it and people like that's a movie you would watch on a dare. So I'm not a fan of the just the gore for the sake of being gore. Yeah. Like, that's not my jam. Like yeah. uh like I've never seen any of the Saw movies mm-hmm. because I've... I just don't need to like like I like I like scary movies. I like a villain. I like, you know, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street or, you know, Halloween kind of shit, but but the uh the psychological warfare aspect is just not my jam. Right. I can do without that. And uh so another one um is uh uh the Poughkeepsie tapes. Poughkeepsie tapes. Poughkeepsie tapes. Have you seen that? I that one I've heard so much about I've never even I think Fathom I started watching even it. had the inkling to want to watch maybe it. on Netflix or something was yeah it? and I've never like yeah it was on Netflix yeah. and I've never like because I've listened to people talk about it and I've like no. what's the rundown on that basically the cops uh raid a home and it's got this they discover the serial killer who has like hundreds of videotapes of him torturing his victims so it's kind of like a snuff film right because it's intertwined between the investigation like a documentary and you're actually seeing these videos of him uh killing his victims you know i often think about uh men and women in law enforcement because somebody's actually got to sit there and watch this stuff in in real life and they they don't get paid enough. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they don't get paid enough. Man. Off 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 mic later. We can talk about that because you know. I don't know if I want to. I'm a little... yeah, well, there's uh you know yeah. I, I don't want to say it on here because. Uh, sure sure yeah. sure yeah. <laughs> I, I get you and it's it's crazy. So I um on my list we've gone through every single movie on my list except for one. Mm-hmm. So I'll put that on the table now, and we can kick it around. Now, this movie uh, was a true mind fuck for me in the best way. It's gory, but that's not what's cool about it. I mean, to to me, I'm just going to say the name of the movie. Lay it on me. Event Horizon. Oh, yes. I said that last time. That you was did. my number, like, three. You did. Yep. It's, it's great how... You know, you get into space, and let's be honest, we know a lot about space as mankind, but what we know surely is uh, minuscule, a grain of sand in the desert of of what is really going on out there. So when, you know, a ship gets sucked into a black hole, goes through a wormhole, and then it starts picking up uh, a personality, an evil personality, a personality of hell, and then it's ripping people apart and changing people... Dude, dude, that the is, event horizon yep, is awesome. It's a good movie. <sighs> so good. Yes, that wasn't on my list because I was, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, because it's not a traditional horror. It's like space horror. Yeah. Who and, who fucking thinks of space horror? I've uh, never seen. Oh, dude. Oh, Nick I've never this. seen that. What are you doing one? with I'm your life? I'm pretty sure I've never seen it, dude. Oh, you would know if I'm I saw that one. I need. To, okay, it's it's October. Yeah. Tomorrow. Indeed. Uh, so in a couple, I, hours. I go through. October and I, I try to watch a horror movie either every night or every other night. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm with I, that vibe. I, I I would like to share some of the ones that you haven't seen yeah. and get your reactions on these movies. Okay, 
So, I mean, we need to set something up like a viewing yeah. of certain movies. I can make a list. And if you like, uh, by the way, we already have Sleepaway Camp, Event yeah. Horizon. And yeah. What was the other one that we were talking about? Um, oh, I don't know. But I'm sure. Sure. I'm yeah. down. Yeah. I, I'm and, down. Because and, I would like that's that's half the time I go to see some of these dumbass movies in the theater because I like to be surrounded by people. Yeah. I like people's reaction. It's, yeah. it's a more of a joy seeing, cause I can predict everything that's happening Yeah, and it, to watch people and see how they're reacting. And, and it's, it's fun for me to go to the theater. What's the, what's the last movie that you can remember that, that you were watching that, that I was you, scared. No, no, no. That you were like, Oh shit. I did not see it going that way. Dude, I, I'm terrible. What's the last time? I can't. Everybody's got uh, one. Dude, I I'm I don't. I'll be honest, but yeah. you you do. You asked the question. You also asked yeah. a question a little while back. You were like, "What's the last movie that you saw that really scared you?" And you never answered your own question. So now you got two to answer. Oh no, mine was the Babadook. The Babadook for, for sure, and it, and, it, and it relied a lot on uh, that that silence as well. Mm -hmm. Just those long, drawn out, silent fucking shots right. like just it just a creepy movie um and wait shit what was the other question it was uh the the movie that you saw that where something happened and you uh, did not see it oh oh uh shit i don't know i, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, all right the, the one that the one that i distinctly remember was the uh the butterfly effect and I think there was a scene in that movie where a lot of people, like that was sort of the thing about that movie was that it got a lot of people with this one, one scene in particular. Um, I don't even fucking remember how that that should, that goes to show you how how much it stuck with me. I don't even remember what it was, but um, that's back in the Ashton Kutcher days. What about the uh, what about the Conjuring movies? How do you feel about those? I don't like them. Not a fan. I don't. Not an Emma like, Rain Warren fan. Uh, okay, so uh, so I'm friends with a, a, a dude named Ralph Sarchi. Okay, he's a retired New York uh, uh, City police. Right. Um, he's a demonologist. Nice. Uh, he's a fan of mine. Cool. I'm a fan of his. Fuck yeah. And he lives here in Florida now. From he just moved like a year and a half ago. Two I'm, years. I have to. Ago. I have to hit the pause button. Mm -hmm. Demonologist. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is a demonologist? So he's been. Uh, have you ever? Um, he's he worked with Fal Father Malachi Martin. Right. So he actually stood in on demon uh, demon possessions and exorcisms. Oh. Yeah. Um, he knew Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, and and I have yet to sit down and really talk to him about Ed and Lorraine. I've talked to. Other people, I, I know this one other person who knew them uh, through somebody else. Yeah. Um, and said, like, Ed was, Lorraine was kind of the real deal. Yeah. Uh, Ed was kind of a blowhard. Yeah. Um, but that's just what he said. And I've heard that from other, other yeah. you know, people. Uh, I haven't yet talked to Ralph about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, remember that movie, um, Ah oh, shoot! With uh, David uh, Eric Bana, it was a horror movie. He was a cop, and it, he was fighting a, a a a guy who was possessed by the devil. With Eric Bana. Eric Bana, the guy. 
Well, I know who Eric Bana yeah. is. So, uh, but Ralph was uh, the the consultant on that movie. Okay. Uh, because this was a case that it was a a book he wrote. Right. Um. So. Um. Yeah. We should so. get that guy on the podcast. He, Tell that guy to come uh, Yeah. He, Let's talk demonology. Uh, he he would talk your ear off. Yeah. Um, um, Perfect. Well, that's what uh, we need. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's he's hardcore, high, hardcore Catholic. Nice. Um, the, there was a, a story or a, a movie on Netflix, and I watched it called um, "The Devil and Me." Um, "Deliver Us from Evil" was the the "Deliver Us from Evil" was the the Eric Bana movie. Oh, okay, but the "The Devil and Me" was a story about Malachi Mar- uh, Father Malachi Mark. I think I saw that movie, and that was and Ralph was in that movie too. Uh, the uh, was that that wasn't with Anthony Hopkins, was it? No, this was a, actually a documentary. Oh okay. Um, but uh, and uh, Father Malachi had had passed away like maybe eight years ago. So, um, but yeah, so I know him. Yeah, you know the Conjuring movies, like like a lot of stuff. I mean, the original ones, mm-hmm. they were fun. You know, yeah. the, the ones that centered around Ed and Lorraine in their stories, mm-hmm. those were fun. Um, and then they branched off into the uh, Annabelle series. Um, and Annabelle Creations was good. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like I, I never watched the whole thing, but I think based on what made it so, it was the little girl. Yeah. The it was a it, the the main character was a little girl. She had a handicap, and you know, so it it was kind of I didn't I never finished the movie. I think I fell asleep, but um I I out had, of all they had the, some jump scares in there. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like that movie Annabelle sucked. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle Creations was because it told the backstory of why Annabelle was her. But um, which contra- I, I just want everybody to know that Annabelle mm-hmm. is a Raggedy Ann doll. Yes, that's what Annabelle actually. <laughs> yes, looks like. and it's currently in Edna Lorraine Warren's museum. Is she still there? I Did, believe uh, so. Uh, Zach Baggins. I don't I think, think Zach has him. Well, what's his name? Uh, Zaphis. Uh, Johnny Zaphis. John Zaphis, mm-hmm. demonologist, is yeah. Ed and Lorraine's nephew. Right. But he's like, he's got his own um, jam. So uh, Robert, I think um, uh, Zach has Robert the doll. <clears throat> Robert the doll. <laughs> That's some scary yeah. ass shit. So, um, but uh, uh, yeah, it, The Conjuring was a fun movie. Yeah. It was, it wasn't, it had jump scares. Yeah. And it, it's like, if you watched all these movies and studied them, like I did when I was a right. kid. Right. In a teenager, um, you can predict what's what's going to happen. But can th- can fun. we can we make a good? Can somebody make a good horror movie these days? Is there is there still hope? Oh, out oh yeah, there? and you know what? So of course, um, you think of the world we live in now. How we're so interconnected, and how technology is really bending humanity over and perhaps taking over with so you talk about ai and let alone the threat of you know nuclear transhumanism war and, 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 and and slavery yeah. uh coming back you know the haves and the have-nots um yeah you could you could open up i think you're going you can watch the news and find a yeah that, there's a horror movie right there Jesus. but our president was looking around for a dead person at a press where's, conference where's jackie yeah. jackie jackie where's jackie yeah. Uh, she's been dead for a month. Oh, for you went to her sake. funeral, but but that Jesus. that's real life. We'll talk about the Walking Dead, and and, and we gotta yeah. pre- we gotta pretend like it's okay. So <laughs> that's pretty scary I mean, in and of it, itself. Yeah, there's there's dark dark 
dark spirits at work. Yeah. Uh, in all aspects of every government and I, you can't get me started on that shit. Man. So I, I want to before, and I know we're running up against the clock. Are we? We're getting there. So, we're, so, yeah. so let's talk real quick about cinematography. And there, this isn't a movie, but it's a television show. And it, I used to just love the angles, the composition, mm-hmm. the outer limits. Okay. Oh, dude. Y'all okay. ever watch The Outer Limits? Yeah, yeah. Outer Limits and Twilight Zone, dude. Yeah. Just the, the, those stories, those are quick little things that make yeah. you think. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, when before we even started the podcast about manifestation and your mind and where you can, one person can put their mind in another place that the other person's not. So you can watch the same show and, and, and absorb it. Yeah. A different way mm-hmm. and manifest your own, you know, fear and anxiety from it. And, and, you know, you can ruin yourself on some of this shit. Yeah. You know, I used to, to love the Outer Limits and I did watch the Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt. They were, they were scary. Tales shows. from the Crypt, yeah. man. Those were great. Well, I'm telling you, Outer Limits for me. Yeah. For my money, that was the top. Outer Limits was really good. Yeah. Um, what was the other, um, one that they did later, like in it was in the eighties or late eighties. Maybe was it Amazing Tales or something? It was a show on TV. It was kind of Outer Limits like. It was more mm. uh, of a sci-fi kind of thing, but uh, but nothing beats the old black and white Outer Limits. The intros to those, the like the Twilight Zone, the Rod yeah. Sterling, and you know it. <laughs> In the outros and and I can still visualize, uh, you know, the house with the roots and all mm-hmm. that stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Well, that you know, it, we're sitting here talking about movies and and shows, but like intros to to different networks and their different shows, like like you know, you see all these people. Ah, I remember uh, Uncle Uncle Seamus horror show back up in Pittsburgh oh, and yeah, all this man. stuff and. Like me and my brother, when I was like eight, nine years old, like I told you last time, remember I told you the thing that scared me the most was the Friday the 13th yeah. commercial. Yeah. Huh. And we used to stay up late. My parents would go to bed. We'd turn on that big tube TV that looked like a freaking uh, speaker system, you know, all wood and shit with the dials. And we watched late night horror. And like the thing that would scare me more than the movie was the intro. You know, you're looking out a black window into darkness, and One then all of a sudden something pops yeah. up in front of you. Because that's, believe it or not, I think that's what, like you were mentioning earlier about the, the, the you, you're not all about the gore, you're about yeah. the mind fuck and all that shit about, you know, horror movies. Because what really is scary is the unknown. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, people. I don't think people would be afraid of dying if they didn't know where, if they knew exactly where they were going yeah. and that life was better. You mean as a Christian, I know. Yeah. Okay. But the unknown, I, the, I the unknown of looking into a darkness, there's, there's nothing freakier. You can be the bravest man, but if you're standing in a, in a, they've done experience. Have you ever heard of the Russian sleep experiment? Yeah. All right. So, 
they do experiments where they they leave people in black boxes and to their own mind no just white noise jesus no nothing so yeah. your mind and the mind's amazing people have a lot of trouble with that shit too. I, i'm having trouble listening about yeah. that shit. and it's it's the fact of the unknown yeah. you create your own existence you create you can manifest anything you know you can think that there's a boogeyman walking to the car tonight and if you think it hard enough someone's going to jump out and fucking sure yeah and get you one of the one of the worst examples of that for myself one of the hardest examples of that was reading uh salem's lot stephen king and there was this uh there was this part about him going into the marston mansion and hubie marston running after him and I, w- I had to, it was dark. It was like uh-huh. 1030 and I had to take the fucking trash out. Yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Son of a bitch. I ran back. <laughs> the thing is, knowing, knowing that you've made that, you made that trip 150, uh, oh, a thousand easy, times. Easy, That one time because one you time. put that little, little thought in your mind. You manifested that hey, fear. I got to tell you something. Hubie Marson was there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking certain of it. You'll never convince me otherwise. So He's definitely so there. As, as we're talking about, you know, horror movies, one thing that jumps out at me, especially as we're talking about uh, some of the older stuff, is the medium. Like uh, Black Sabbath, one of my favorite bands. All right. Who? Kidding. So, <laughs> it, the the need for humans to be scared, we crave being frightened. So Black Sabbath used to be uh, called the Polka Blues Band, and then they were called Earth, and they were doing all this like hippie Jethro Tull type stuff. Tony Omi played with Jethro Tull. Well, they get the four of them together, and they see this line of people lined up to watch a Boris Karloff movie, and they're like, and and it just hit them. It's like, hey, people want to be scared. Mm -hmm. Let's lean into that. Yeah. And and I think that, so there is something in each one of us that we want to be frightened. We want to be scared. We want to be unsure. unsure. And and we're we're talking about horror films. Go back a bit further. Go back to H.G. Wells and uh, The the War of the Worlds. I just watched that this week. And, you know, with with the radio broadcast of Martians landing and people killing themselves. Imagine, you talk about power of the mind. You're just chilling, living your life. You flip on the radio. <laughs> Martians are landing. Martians all zzz, yeah, and people start killing themselves. Holy but it's, shit! It's, it's crazy bro. how Holy fast shit. people will adopt yes. what's going on Absolutely. around. Absolutely. Well, and just now, now take off. it's it, with the the advent of social media. Oh yeah, TikTok and yeah. everything. Everything's instant. Yeah. Everything's well, there was, there and was everybody's an, ex- an expert. There was a video I saw recently of somebody, I think they were just like running down the middle of a street, sort of crazily acting, and everybody in the area started running. Started running, yep. like thinking they were all running for some, not even knowing what the hell they were running from, just running. But what know? about like when people die, like Coolio died, right? Uh, and now it can't be RIP Coolio, it can't be some guy just died. It's got to be a conspiracy. Theory. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. got to be. He knew something about yep. something and, uh-huh. and something yep. like this. And then just to put to complete the loop here, when we're talking about mediums of being scared, we talked about Stephen King earlier. I have I have read uh, Nathaniel Hawthorne, and he is an American author who 
was from New England back in like the 1800s, back uh, back in that era. And he's got books where he really paints the picture of the classical, scary, fall, Halloween, yeah. religion. Uh, Good Wife Brown is, is a book. And I I really enjoy that. And I do think it is telling that for for every medium, whether it's music like Black Sabbath, uh, all of the great films we discussed tonight, uh, authors, whatever medium, humans have a craving to be scared. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's definitely something to that. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, any any parting words of wisdom um, for the good people of Porchville for me, Carl? No. R.I.P. Coolio, though. <laughs> R.I.P. Coolio, man. How about that? Living yeah. in a gangster's paradise. Yeah. I will. I will uh, throw a few couple words. It's a. Uh, it's from Black Sabbath's song, Black Sabbath from their album Black Sabbath. So yes, that's Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Satan's coming around the bend. This will be the end, my friend. Oh no! Oh no! Please God help me. There you go. That sums it up. Q Satan. <laughs> he hasn't heard that yet. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Porchville Podcast. Make sure you hit us up on some email, porchmail at porchvillepod.com. And uh, it's been fun. Yeah, man. We'll see you uh, We'll see y'all next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>